Hey guys, thanks for joining us on Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. Subscribe to us on Apple and Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify to get notified when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, PraiseChapelLasVegas.com, to find out more about us and give online. Thanks again for joining and enjoy today's message. yourself in the cause. Root yourself in the cause. How many know that there is a cause? Amen. Come on, the church, we're here because there's a cause. You're here. Say, I'm here. We're here because there's a cause. In Psalms 92 13 says this, those who are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. God wants us to flourish in the cause. He wants us to root ourselves in the cause. Amen. The definition of cause is this, the reason or motive for action, something such as an organization, belief or idea, goal that a group or people support or fight for. Amen. My wife and I are here to support the cause. You are here to support the cause. Jesus, somebody say Jesus. Jesus is the cause. Your cause, say my cause. Your cause is your gift. And your gift is for people. First Peter chapter 4 verse 10 says this, As each one has received a gift, minister to one another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. You see, each of us has a gift. Each of us has a talent, an ability, a cause, and that cause is to minister to one another. Amen. We are told to be good stewards of the manifold grace of God, meaning that we are empowered and have uh, divine influence here on earth. That's God's grace, church. Amen. We are all expected to grow deeper in Christ. Amen. When you got saved, amen, your journey began to go deeper with the Lord. Amen. We are to grow up in Christ. Come on. We're not supposed to stay the same. Tell your neighbor, you can't stay the same. Come on. You're expected to grow deeper in Christ by being rooted, listen, in the cause in order to be built up upon Christ. David, when he was facing Goliath, I mean, the story of David and Goliath. Come on, we shall all know that. First Samuel 17, 29 said, this young man says, is there not a cause? Come on, this little boy stood up to a giant, amen. Come on, not just because he thought he was bad. Not because he thought he was tough, amen. Because there was a cause. Come on, church. Come on, his insults to God caused David to fight. Don't be talking about my God. Come on. Don't, don't be, don't be saying anything about my Lord. Don't say anything about his kingdom. Amen. It was a cause behind his, uh, his, uh, urgency to fight this giant. Says, you know, you cannot be talking about my God because there is a cause. Come on, somebody. Acts chapter 20, verse 24 says, but my life is worth nothing unless it is used for finishing the work assigned to me by Lord Jesus. The work or the cause of telling others the good news about the wonderful grace 
of God. You see, we, we, we often feel that life is a failure. Listen, unless we're getting something out of it. Right? Come on. They, we, some people think like that. You know what? I'm not getting nothing. There's nothing, nothing going. Amen. We feel like we're a failure. Amen. Like recognition or money or success. Amen. But Paul here in Acts chapter 20 says, considers life worth nothing unless it's used for God's work or for God's cause. Listen, what Paul put into life was far more important than what, what he got out of it. I want you to follow me, church. You see, some people only put in if they're going to get something out of it. I only serve if I'm going to get something out of it. I only do this if I'm going to get something out of it. Amen. What's in it for me attitude? Come on, somebody. Listen, church, when you're fighting or when you're supporting a cause, we do not do it for what we're going to get out of it, but what we're going to put into it. Amen. Come on. We have to turn our experiences into expressions. Come on. Use your gift. Somebody say my gift. You got to use your gift to minister to others. When you see a brother or sister down or, or, or someone that's going through a season, your cause is to help that person. Your cause is to minister to that individual. Come on, somebody. That is what it means to root yourself in the cause. In John chapter 18, 37, it says this, Pilate therefore said to him, he's talking to Jesus, "You are you a king then? Jesus answered, you rightly uh, you say rightly that I am a king. For this cause I was born, and for this cause I came into the world, that I will bear witness to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth hears my voice. Jesus. Somebody say Jesus. Jesus is the cause, church. We are living in an age of causes. Come on, where people are standing for a cause. Now, there's nothing wrong with some of the causes out there today in the world. Uh, causes that need attention or, or need change. But our cause, say my cause, our cause is Jesus. Come on, somebody. And reaching others in that cause. In a generation of causes, listen, it is important to see the importance of what we believe in and what we stand for. Did you hear that? It's important for us to see the importance of what we believe in and what we stand for. Let's look at the meaning of the church a bit, okay, church? When you mention church to people in general, that word brings many things to mind. Come on. In society, come on, it simply means a building. What's a church? Oh, it's that, that, that building in the corner over there. That's a, it's that big building with the steeple or the building with the cross on it. It's a sanctuary. It's a place where people gather for religious rituals. Amen. It's a place where they go play bingo. Come on. I'm talking about society. It's a place where they have raffles, fundraisers. In fact, the word church holds many meanings, which is far from what the church was originally intended for. The word church, somebody say church. No, say church. Church comes from the Greek word ecclesia. This was the original word used to describe what we're part of. The word ecclesia, according to the Strong's Concordance, means this. A calling out or called out ones. Come on. 
We, say I, we have been called. Anybody been called here? Come on. He called us. He called us out. Amen. You're not here by accident. Tell your neighbor no. Come on. You have been called out. Come on. Just like the children of Israel, amen, being delivered from Egypt, they were called out by God. Amen. You and I are called out. We were called out of a life of sin and death. Amen. We were called out from the darkness into his marvelous light. You were called out from the miry clay, from the pit, from the hole that you and I crawled out of. Amen. God called us out from our mess. Am I talking to anyone in this place? Amen. He called you out and says, you know what? I'm calling you out of that darkness. I'm calling you out of that situation and I'm bringing you into my light. Jesus, God called you out. Come on, somebody. The church is called into a relationship with God through Jesus Christ. We all say we all. I didn't know you were country, but we all hallelujah share a common cause. We are called to be special people for God's use. That's what it's all about, church. You have been called out. We as a church are a group that has been called out by God, listen, for a purpose, for a cause. The church is something dynamic. The church is something powerful. Come on, somebody. Where our lives have been joined together, amen, coming together in unity, a call that has destiny. A call that has a goal. A call that has a cause. Let's consider God's cause tonight with me, our man. Remember what Jesus said in 1837 I just read? He says, to the end I was born for this cause. I came into the world so I can bear witness unto the truth. Right here Jesus reveals the cause of God. It's right here. If there's ever a time where men and women can give themselves over to a cause, a cause greater than themselves, it's right now. Tell your neighbors, right now. Come on. It's time for the church of Jesus Christ to rise up in the cause. The cause is summed up in these words. For this cause, I came into the world that I should bear witness unto the truth. Bear witness is to give testimony to the truth. Come on, God's cause goes forward, church, through the preaching of the gospel. Amen. I'm not talking about a watered-down gospel. I'm not talking about being politically correct gospel. I'm talking about preaching the truth and nothing but the truth gospel. Amen. Because it's the truth, listen, that sets people free. It's the truth, church, that brings people to repentance. Amen. It's the truth that puts us, listen, into a right relationship with God. The gospel has to go forward, church. We must preach Christ. We must preach the cross. We must preach about the blood of Jesus. Amen. Uh, come on. We must preach it as a truth. Amen. Uh, we're not, we got, if it offends somebody, then let us offend somebody. Hallelujah. We cannot change the gospel. We cannot custom make it for someone. Amen. We must speak, preach the, the truth. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Somebody say, preach it, pastor. We got to preach the truth, church. We can't just turn it around. We can't compromise it. We can't do anything with the gospel. The gospel 
is the gospel. And we as a church need to go back, amen, because there is a cause, amen, and the cause is Jesus Christ, amen. We're not here to support, we're not here to, to bring and advertise PCLV. No, it's to preach Jesus, amen. We're here to offer real faith for real change, guys. And we offer it through the gospel of Jesus Christ. That gospel brings people into repentance. That gospel sets people free from the bondages of sin. That gospel puts lives together. That's the gospel that I got saved. That's the gospel that set an alcoholic free, a, a drug addict free, amen. It was the preaching of the gospel that came into my life. I accepted Jesus Christ, and he set me free just like that. That's the gospel, church. We need men and women today, amen, that have the fire of the Holy Spirit in their hearts with the message of how Jesus set them free. Come on, when is the last time you told somebody what Jesus done in your life? Come on. Come on, we get testimonies now, nobody wants to give them. Hallelujah, we got to beg people. I got to give you $5 before service for you to say something that what Jesus done in your life. Come on now, we should be telling people this gospel is free of charge. It's a gospel that sets people free, church. We got to go back because there's a cause, and that cause is Jesus. We're not here just to build a church. We're not here to see how many people we can gather in this place. We're not here just to tear down a wall, church. We're here to preach the gospel. Come on, people need to hear about Jesus, amen. That's what's going to set them free. That's what's going to set those co-workers or those people that you're inviting free is through the gospel it's through your testimony come on we all have a testimony here church come on has jesus done anything in your life raise your hand as he's done that come on come on tell somebody about jesus tell them about the, the, the what the gospel did for you and how jesus came into your life Come on, we need men and women that will speak for the cause. Men and women that will bear witness to the truth, amen. And that will bring change, listen church, into the world that we live in. It'll bring change on your workplace. It'll bring change in your schools. It'll bring change, amen, once you mention Jesus. If we preach the gospel, say if I preach. If we preach the gospel, his word, lives will be changed. Just by the gospel. Just by preaching the gospel. Not preaching anything else. Not, not trying to water it down. Not trying to be fancy with it. Just preach the truth. Hallelujah. That's all we need. Hear this story. You know, anybody here know C.H. Spurgeon? Right? He's a great minister. Well, it says once that he went into an auditorium where he was supposed to minister at. And he wanted to go test the speaker system and the mic system and kind of go over his sermon before the, the people came in. And so he went into this auditorium and they, they turned on the sound system. And he's by himself there with a couple of people and they turned on the system for him and, and they kind of just kind of walked away. And so he's like, you know, I just want to test it out. I, I don't want to, no echoes. I just want to make sure that my, my voice is going out that people can hear the gospel. And so he starts ministering the gospel and he starts going over his sermon. And as he's preaching the gospel, there's a janitor working on the third balcony. And he starts to bend over and starts listening from the pews. As Spurgeon preached his sermon, the man fell to his knees on the spot and got saved. Come on. Is there 
not a cause, church. Come on. It's been said that Hinduism lives by rituals. Buddhism is by meditation. Christianity lived by the foolishness of the gospel. Come on, somebody. 1 Corinthians 1.18 says, For the message of the cross is foolish to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it's the power of God. Come on, somebody. It's the power of God, amen. To the world, it's foolish. To your co-workers, it's foolish, amen. We live by the foolishness of the gospel, but it's the power. Come on, somebody that saves lives. We must accept and embrace God's cause. Or we will become just like any other religious church. We must bear, uh, embrace the cause of bearing witness to the truth. Letting God, somebody say, let God, in my heart. Say that, in my heart. This is what we got to do. We got to let people, we got to have to have a group of people that says, you know what, God, I want you to come into my heart. I, I want to bear witness to your truth. Amen. I want to, Holy Spirit, I want to allow you to come inside and burn inside of me uh, with a power. Amen. If we don't ask that, if we don't pray that church, amen, we will become what the world calls a good churchgoer. I don't know about you, but I'm not just a good churchgoer. I am a tongue-talking, holy-filled, Holy Ghost-filled person, amen, that, that has the power of God inside of me, amen, that can preach the truth, amen, and that can see uh, God's power set people free. Come on, don't call me a churchgoer. Hallelujah. Come on, we, we got to show them power. The world needs to hear the gospel. Is there not a cause, church? You know, our theme is to root ourselves. And yes, we're rooting ourselves in different areas that God is challenging. But what we need to go back is rooting ourselves in the cause. Come on, we're not here to have this uh, get together. This ain't the YMCA. This ain't no, this ain't the bingo club. Amen. This is not a raffle church. Amen. Though we have raffles. Amen. But that's not what it's all about, church. There's a cause. I came to Las Vegas because of a cause. Come on, Jesus is the cause that drove me out here, amen, to, to preach the gospel. It wasn't not to preach my gospel. It was not to be our church. It was to be about the church of Jesus Christ, amen. That is what all about, amen. Back in the days and back in the acts, amen, all it was is about Jesus. All it was a mention of Jesus, preaching of Jesus, and people got saved. It was a cause that caused Peter to stand up, amen, when he got filled with the Holy Ghost. And finally, he steps out and he starts preaching on the cause, starts preaching the message. And 3,000 souls get saved. That's some power there, church. People getting delivered. Everywhere where Jesus went, man, people, he was delivering people, breaking chains, bondages, casting out demons. Because the gospel, he was the gospel right there. Being present, and that's all that's needed, church, to break the bondages over your life, those things over your life, amen, struggles. Jesus, Jesus, set me free. Come on, when's the last time you said, man, I'm going through a Jesus, just set me free. God, I'm going through a heart. Jesus, I need, I need strength. There's power. Somebody say power. In the name of Jesus. 
There is power. You can lay hands on yourself. You don't need to wait for pastor. Hallelujah. Come on. If you're spirit filled, amen. Holy Ghost, amen. You can lay hands on yourself. That sickness, get out. Hallelujah. Come on. Bend that head back. Amen. Get out. Amen. Come on. You, you can, you can fall out in the spirit. Did you know that? If you pray over yourself. I don't know about you, this time I've laid hands and I got, whoa, Holy Ghost, hallelujah. Come on, there's power inside of you. Tell your neighbor, there's power in me. Come on, there's the gospel, church. We go through a season and our kids are going through a mess and we freak out instead of calling on Jesus. Come on, we trip out, we're calling everybody, no one's calling on Jesus. Come on, we're calling Oprah. You're calling Alan and all these other people, amen, doctor, whatever. <laughs> Dr. Phil, she calls Dr. Phil. There you go, see? <laughs> Who's calling on Jesus? Somebody say, call on Jesus. Come on. Oh, you don't need to remember his phone number. You don't need to do anything, amen. All you got to say is Jesus. You don't need to have to press it on a speed dial. It's just Jesus, and he shows up. Holy Spirit, I need you. And he shows up. Amen. What do you need help for? I'm your counselor. I'm your teacher. I'm your guide. I'm your helper. What do you need, son? What do you need, daughter? Call on the master. Can somebody say amen? Amen. Hallelujah. There's a cause, church. Let's root ourselves back to the cause of the gospel. Why you and I are here is to support the cause. Lastly, consider with me the deciding factor. We are after the one. I mean, one makes a difference. Come on, didn't you make a difference for your family when you got saved? It makes a difference. Something shifts, something changed when the one gets saved. Come on, somebody. Are you hearing me? Come on, the one makes a difference to the world. The one doesn't matter. God says the one does matter. Come on, in Luke chapter 15, 4, it says this. Suppose one of you has a hundred sheep and loses one of them. Doesn't he leave the 99 in an open country and go after the lost sheep until he finds it? And when he finds it, he joyfully puts him on his shoulder and goes home. And then it's, he calls his friends and his neighbors together and says, Rejoice with me, for I have found my lost sheep. I tell you, it's the same way there'll be more rejoicing in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous people who don't need to repent. Let me tell you, church, the one matters to God. The one matters to God, church. The Bible says when one person gets saved, all heaven rejoices. Why? Because the one matters. God threw a party for you when you got saved because you matter. Somebody say, I matter. You matter. To the world, it's like another person. But to God, you matter. I got another one. Come on. What's that song we sing? Hell lost another one. I am free. Come on, you got free, amen. Come on, it may not be big. You may not be on the news. You may not be at the 11 o'clock p.m. news, amen, that night. Oh, Anna got saved. Hallelujah. Woo, hallelujah. No, but to God, let me tell you, and his angels, they're partying, amen. 
the whole heaven knows that you got saved. Everyone in heaven's rejoicing, amen, over you because you matter. It wasn't like, oh, oh yeah, okay, no big deal. No, no, you matter. They, they threw the party out. They, brew, they, they rolled it out, man, party, balloons, everything. Marachis, everything came out, hallelujah, when you got saved. Why? Because you matter. You got to look at yourself. I matter. I'm, man, I'm important. I got, I got purpose. I got, I got a cause. And now that cause has to go into your heart because the gospel that saved you now has to reach out to save someone else through you. You're a cause now. You become part of the cause, amen. I got to use my gift. I got to use my talent. I got to share my testimony. I got to tell somebody about Jesus because what he did in my life and how he turned my life around, I need to speak to somebody. I need to tell somebody what Jesus did in my life. You got to bear witness. And when that does, it brings you excited. It keeps you excited. Why does the fire go down? Because we're not telling nobody about Jesus. Come on, somebody. Come on, you want some fire? Tell somebody about Jesus. Come on, a sinner will get more excited than you. Hallelujah. And all of a sudden, you get excited like, whoa, wow, hallelujah. I matter. We matter to this world, church. You are a deciding factor. Share. Bear witness. Because there's a cause, church. We are after the one that wants change. We're here to offer real faith for real change. Why? Because there's a cause, church. Our cause, say my cause, must become his cause. Because one soul makes a difference. You, my friend, make a difference. Come on, you're just not here if you go away. Oh, it doesn't matter. No, no, it does matter. There's a cause. Use your gifts. Use your talents. Tell somebody about Jesus. It'll keep you excited all the time. I don't know how we can come to church and he's like, oh, I'm just going to church. Are you saved? Yeah. Are you free? Yeah. Then what's wrong? <laughs> Hallelujah. Well, I got some problems. Well, everybody has problems. Right? Jesus told his disciples, in this world, you're going to have troubles. You're going to have problems. You're going to go through things. You're going to get sick. You're going to go all through all this stuff because you're in the world, amen. And in this world, this is the, he's the prince of the world. These things are going to happen. But he said, what? Well, be a good cheer. I've overcome this world. Jesus went through all the suffering. He, he didn't bypass anything. The cross cost him something. Why? Because there's a cause. He laid down his life for the cause. And he saw you in mind. I'm doing it. For the one. I'm doing it for the people of 2022. He starts seeing ahead of us. Because there's a cause, church. Remember the two thieves hanging? Between Jesus on the day he got crucified? That one soul, listen, made a difference. He made a difference. He repented. He acknowledged him as Lord and Savior. And he made a difference and he went right into heaven. Today, somebody say today. Today you'll be in paradise. You're not going to wait. Boom, I'll take you right in. You're my guest. You're going in. He's been forgiven. Set free. He's home. 
Just like that. Because the one matters. He could have been hung in there and says, well, forget it. I don't care about you, but still that one, that one, he's still saving people on, as he's going to die because the one matter. I'm going to go after one. Which one? Which one? You want to get saved? <laughs> yeah. The other guy, nah, save us. What's wrong with you? The other guy rebukes him. Today you're going to be in paradise. He went after the one because the one matters. That soul still mattered to Jesus. See, Jesus didn't have to save us from our sins. He could have left us how he found us, but he didn't. Thank God for the cause. Hallelujah. Come on. This is how much our Heavenly Father loves us. Amen. He yearns to rescue men and women from the destruction of sin. So he sends his son Jesus to die on a bloody cross. Amen. Not for the, just the multitudes, but for the one. He did it for you. Charlene, if you would have been the only one, he still would have did it for the one. Why? Because there's a cause. You see, you're the deciding factor, church. The world says your life doesn't matter. You're a nobody. But to Jesus, you're somebody. Come on, somebody. Come on, you're just that one person. You won't make much of a difference. When we came to Vegas... Over 20 years ago, some of my co-workers, friends, and family told me, how can you make a difference in Las Vegas? Come on, it's Las Vegas, baby. It's Sin City. What are you going to do? But I thank God for a fellowship. Come on, somebody. I thank God for a pastor who didn't think like that, amen, but encouraged us to go after the one. I came after just the one church. And when that one gets saved, I go after another one. I'm not after a big group. I'm not after a bunch. Amen. When they come in as a bunch, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. But I'm after the one. We are after the one. Listen, church, that one makes a difference in the kingdom of God. You say I, you make a difference in the kingdom of God. You can say, I'm just a nobody. I'm just, I'm just here. All I do is play a guitar, you know. So all I do. No, you, you matter. You matter. Well, I just serve coffee in the cafe. No, you matter. I just come. You matter. You matter. Your life as you live it right, is speaking to somebody else because people are watching you. They're seeing your life. They're seeing your life. Just by your testimony, by, by your conduct, by whatever you're doing. There's a guy in Tucson. I, I, I never met this guy from Tucson. He's an evangelist. He's one of Pastor Joe's pastors. And he starts texting me and starts saying, I'm praying for you, my brother. I, I love you. And I'm like, who is this guy? And I, and I kind of knew him but from, from just pictures of who he is. I heard about him. But, but for some reason, he got a, 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 attracted to me, a, attached to me. Same thing happened with Pastor Sonny. You know, and I was like, I'm, I'm nobody. But I mattered to that one person. 
And I got to meet him finally at the conference. And he says, hey, Pastor, hey, man, I love you, bro. Pray for you, bro. You know, he's just all excited. I'm like, cool, thank you. <laughs> Somebody likes me, hallelujah. <laughs> but the one matters, you don't know me. Probably heard my testimony. I, I ministered there one time to the marriages. Uh, me and my wife did last year, and he wasn't there. He was he was out preaching somewhere, but his wife was there. I got to meet his wife, amen. And, and he says, man, I heard so many good things about you. And you know what? I don't know what, but I'm praying for you, brother. I'm praying for you, bro. I love you, bro. And so now I say, well, I love you too. I met him. Hallelujah. <laughs> it's about the one. Your life speaks, church. Your life speaks and encourages people when you're not even knowing that you're encouraging. That's how power. You got to be who you are because people are always looking at you. Your life makes a difference. Your sacrifice, listen, your labor, your investment, listen, makes a difference. You coming here makes a difference. Come on, you may think, wow, no one, no one knows me. No one cares about it. No, no, you make a difference, church. Because you, say I, you matter to God. And you matter to his kingdom. And there's a cause inside of you. And there's a testimony inside of you. And that causes to tell somebody about Jesus. It's about bearing witness to the truth. The truth that sets you free, church. And when you start telling the, your testimony, start sharing the gospel, people listen. When you just start talking, don't, don't, don't start preaching. You're going to hell. Blah, 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 you know. When you start sharing what just Jesus did to you, personal, people are just like, they, they're like, wow. There's, there's times where I just shared my testimony of my marriage and into somebody else is going through a marriage situation and wondering, man, it's, it can't be put together. And I tell them, well, let me tell you what God did for my marriage. And I just start talking about my God. And start sharing what he's done for me. And all of a sudden it's like, you got him. And you start sharing. And all of a sudden, because the one matters. Your testimony matters, church. You have an answer to their cause. You're, you're an answer to them. We go after the one, right? Because the one matters. All your sacrifice, all your labor. You're wondering, why am I doing all this it matters, church. We may not see the outcome of everything, but you matter to God. Pastor Neville didn't see the whole picture, but his one, that one soul there mattered <laughs> that built this fellowship here. That's still going on today. It's going on beyond what he can even imagine. He, it lives on, church. The legacy goes on. Because of the one we are today, the other ones in the future get saved. There's a difference. We are making a difference, not only for the present, listen, church, but for our future. It's reaching the one. We must, say I must, we must get rooted in the cause. We're not here to be all fancy. We're, not here. We're just here to preach Jesus. That's all that's needed, amen? Come on, we don't, we, we, all you got to say, Jesus. Who's going to be there? Jesus. Come on out. It's not about speakers, not about nothing. 
It's about Jesus. I remember one time when we had a conference, and remember, Sister Bloom, it was just called the Holy Spirit. Who's, who's preaching? They didn't put no preachers, no lineups that year. Who's going to preach? The Holy Spirit. That's all we got to hear from, right? We just need the Holy Spirit. You're not here to look at, you're not here to look at me. <laughs> you're, here to, you're here to hear from the Holy Spirit, letting the Holy Spirit work through me to speak to you. Church, you make a difference. I'm going to close tonight, amen. We are called to root ourselves in the cause. His cause, church. We're going to offer real faith.